0: Nicole. Hello. (laughs) How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Do you hear me well? Yeah, everything's good. Okay. Awesome. All right. You ready to get started? I am so ready.
1: Awesome. All right. Now to welcome on to episode 48 of It's Time to Potty. We have a very special guest, Big Brother 22 and Big Brother All-Stars contestant, Nicole Anthony. Nicole, thank you for coming on. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. How are you guys doing?
1: Fantastic. So Last time we interviewed you was episode 19, it was me, and I was accompanied by Mr. T. Now, yes. today, to my right, we have Cheesy, the, I'm the cheesy.
0: infamous cheesy. I'm cheesy. Hello, Cheesy! I didn't get the opportunity to see you last time, speak to I, you, rather. I know.
2: I'm, I'm so excited. This is great to talk to you. Awesome. Did, did you have COVID last time, Cheesy? No, but I You're was- You were just quarantining. Right. I gotcha. was worried about getting COVID. All right. All right. Mm.
1: All right. <laughs> all right. So- Let's start with kind of when we interviewed you last, it was I looked, it was seven months ago. We were talking to you about if you'd ever play Big Brother again, and it was in the midst <laughs> of a lockdown, and now you've already played again. Big Brother All-Stars is complete. How have you been throughout this crazy year?
0: Oh gosh, this has been a very, very obviously bizarre year for everybody. Um, just being obviously locked away last year for Big Brother, and then getting out of the house for a few months, and then as of like February being back locked and in quarantined into my own house until, oh gosh, May and then getting the call in June <laughs> to go to the big brother house. And so it was basically just a series of being locked down and I wasn't in the big brother house long, but it was, it's very weird to think that we're already in November. Like when I think about it, I'm like, where did the last year of my life go?
2: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so let's rewind a few months back when they had first contacted you about BB um, Mm All-Stars. Were you hesitant to jump on the opportunity?
0: Oh, I was so hesitant. I I really thought, especially when people would ask me, like, would you return? I was like, oh, I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to be jumping up and down. Of course, like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So to do it two times is unheard of. And when I got the phone call, I was actually – surprised by my own reaction so like I was very monotone like okay okay (laughs) hung up the phone uh and spoke to my family it was just like I I don't know I don't know why I'm not you know screaming from the rooftops right now I'm very very hesitant I just think when you've been through it once before and you know how long 100 days feel and you know the like trauma that it does you know you kind of it's you're kind of hesitant to go back (laughs)
1: Right, because you you said I, I have it written here from the last. uh, Oh gosh, did with you? You said we asked if you would ever go back, and you said in quotes, "Yes, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, and to get it a second time is unheard of. So you have to say yes. You can't say no." So, like you said, though, it is you know you say that until they call you get the opportunity, and and then you actually have to make the decision rather than
0: yeah, because you know thinking of the opportunity, I think of it as Nicole pre bb21 and nicole pre bb21 was ready to go this is what i want to do it's my favorite show i have to do it i want to do it so like i was talking to tyler about it um tyler crispin and he said the same thing you have like old you in your brain like but i love this show and i i want to do it so badly but then having already been through it you have that little voice in your brain as well that's like listen this is not easy and you know watching it at home is very different from living it. So you kind of definitely have that hesitation of like, am I up to doing it again?
2: Right. Uh, So obviously the pregame was different with COVID this time around. Um, Did having to do an extended quarantine before the game take, take away any of the excitement that you'd had prior?
0: Um, I don't think so. I think um, the two week quarantine was actually something that I, I say like, I kind of enjoyed it more than the game. (laughs) Um, It was very, it was nice. It was very, you know, calm and just me and my handler just chilling, kind of like a transitional time before the fake life of the game, but also transitioning out of real life. Like I had, I had to condition myself like, okay, I can't worry about the podcast. I can't worry about work. I can't worry about my family. I need to be in game mode. So it was a nice time of like, relaxation and kind of getting yourself amped up. So as much as hesitant as I was, I'm in this environment. I'm like, all right, you're about to move into the house. So you got to get yourself ready.
1: Right. So you walked into the house, you know, night one. Was there anyone you were disappointed you didn't see or surprised by anyone that you did see?
0: I was so upset (laughs) that I didn't see Cliff (laughs) (laughs) Um, or Tommy for that matter. Um, I was very, very happy to see David, um, but from my season, I was anticipating, like a Cliff or a Tommy, so I was like, oh, no, (laughs) and then otherwise, I was shocked to not see Paul. Uh, He's somebody that I definitely thought would be playing again, and then I think shocked to see are the people that weren't rumored, because, you know, on Twitter and social media, there were so many lists and leaks and rumors, and oh, I've seen the people. Nobody knew anything, but um, I think I was shocked by and whether it be positively or negatively i was shocked by kevin um memphis christmas like the people that weren't even on a rumored list those were the people i was like oh damn like okay not expecting you whether it be in a good way or bad way i just wasn't expecting it
1: right now when you say the people rumored I guess this is obviously in hindsight, do like the, obviously the Dan's and the Derek's, do you think that would have made this season better? Do you think it would have made it more, how do you think that would have altered the season?
0: I feel as though, I mean, any, any one dynamic changed, changes the entire game, obviously. Um, I think if a Dan or a Derek were in there, I think it would have been a similar outcome for myself. I would say, Um, I don't know who they would replace. Um, In that dynamic, but I would imagine they would have a hand in the committee pot. And I don't think I don't think the outcome would have been the same for someone like me. Um, Maybe people in the committee wouldn't have fared as well. Um, But I really don't think the people that went out pre-jury would have done any better.
2: Right. Um, so after you were evicted, was your exit back into the real world easier this time around since you kind of knew like what to expect and how to handle it?
0: Oh, I would say it was harder because last season, I didn't know what I was getting myself into 99 days wrap up. I finally go home, finally get social media for the first time in my life. And I was met, you know, with a great reception of just love and outpouring of support. And, you know, it being the end of the season, I had 15 people on my cast to connect with and reach out to and see how they were doing. And they were checking in on me. Whereas this season, I went out so early. The season is still happening. So now you're considered a preacher. Um, I wasn't met with, you know, the outpouring of love and support. There was some um, negative that I wasn't expecting and I took a lot to um, process. And then also being out that first week, the only person I could call to see how they were doing and vice versa was uh, Keisha. So it was weird to be like, all right, the season ended because I left and then to, oh no, it didn't end. It It's a lot to go. I just so happened to leave early.
1: <laughs> now you said the negative reception you got, uh, I, we talked about this. We've talked about this with McRae and, and a few other people that we've had on the pod, just how unfortunate! But it, really, how toxic kind of Big Brother Twitter is at, at some points. Mm-hmm. I mean, people on there are harsh, and for 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 some are justified, but others it's just it's just way too. I don't know what word I'm like.
0: Harsh, I guess, is the right word. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's crazy,
0: and so just and then some ahead. of them just don't. They don't look at the big picture. It, it, what's really unfortunate are the people that focus on one thing. So. One thing you said in that house to save your own... Because I walked in there, I was just Nicole. I went in there for my game. So for the people that focus on one thing you said to sink somebody else's ship so that you would stay in a game, and they run with it, and they call you a horrible person, they call you disgusting... Uh, they tell you to go die. And it's like, first of all, it's a game. Second of all, you're not looking at the big picture of us all doing what we can to keep our head above water in that game. So it is an extremely, extremely toxic environment. And I'm the first person to take game criticism. I understand being a fan and being frustrated. You want to see people do better. You don't want to see them screw up, you you know, but the the threats, the disgusting words, that's where I definitely draw a line.
1: Right. And like you said, I I think as Big Brother goes on, I think it becomes increasingly more challenging to to get a good reception when you come outside the house. So, I mean, obviously after your first season, you know, you got a great reception. Uh, We commend you for that because I think a lot of people, especially, like I said, as the game goes on, aren't getting that, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of overwhelming amount of support. Yeah. So were you, you know, watching it back, did 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 you watch your season back once you got evicted or
0: I did not watch my original season um and I did not watch the episodes that happened prior to my eviction this season but I watched the rest of the season
1: Okay so were you surprised by how any certain players played the, uh in this season
0: Um I w- definitely Memphis and definitely Christmas those are two people that I didn't have like pinned and I didn't know exactly how they played I left the house thinking all right Tyler Cody Danny Nicole there are four maybe Enzo's a part of it maybe David's a part of it I think there's six people but I I don't know who else they would be and I was very very shocked that Memphis was a part of it and had his hand in more pots and I was very shocked that Christmas was savvier than she was and had more of a grasp on what was going on I think everybody else though I pretty much knew like who they were with who they weren't with what was happening um I think I had a pretty good gauge of everybody except for them too
1: yeah uh, you said Memphis and and we talked about it a little bit on the podcast but we never really got into his game I think watching it back and you see some of the things he did and the strategies he came into the game with it was it was pretty impressive from from his last time because his last time BB 10 he wasn't much of a strategist or, or he kind of just rode Dan's coattails this time around. I think his strategy was a lot better and, and much improved. I agree. I was surprised by that too.
0: Yeah. and I, you know, he was definitely my, um my nemesis, my white whale after I was evicted. I, I, I prayed for his eviction, but we just had him on hello friends and we were talking about his game and his strategy coming in and the things he thought about while in the house and, why he would go to bed early or, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I was surprised. I was very receptive to it. The chat was very receptive to it. We were all like, oh, damn. If you really take a step back, he did play a phenomenal game.
2: Right. Uh, so a lot of people on Twitter were pretty hateful of this season due to the dominating gameplay and a lack of entertainment, so to speak. Do you think mm-hmm. all that hate is justified?
0: No. I mean, here's the thing. I'll admit as well, this wasn't as entertaining, entertaining as a season to live in or to watch. And a lot of that was, you know, last season or any, you know, newbie season, everybody comes in bright eyed and, oh, my gosh, who are you? Where are you from? Who am I going to get into a showman's with? Who's going to be like everybody ha- is getting their footing this season? hardly anybody was single so everybody had their pre-established lives and jobs and spouses or kids so I think a lot of people came into it like with their briefcase and they were like listen this is work I'm not building bonds I'm not having playtime this is work I I am here to win it because I already played it once or twice or three times before and that's it so that made for a very oh this isn't really interesting type of season however you know if you're on Twitter saying like oh this is boring whatever Oh, I don't like this person. Whatever. Oh, they should have casted different people. All right, that's your opinion, but you're not CBS casting. But it's when it gets to that next level of you didn't entertain me, so that so I'm gonna put bad reviews on your business, or I'm going to send death threats to your family. Or, that's when I just don't get it. Like I, I literally sit here and I'm, how can you get to the point where you love a show so much and you're fans of people so much? How does that turn so quickly into anger, frustration, death threats? Like, the escalation is very, very concerning, and I don't really know how we squash that. I don't know how we fix that, but it's definitely very frightening.
1: Yeah, I, I can only imagine. So, you said these people came in, you know, briefcases, it's all business. Yep. And and obviously, you know, from, from most people's viewpoint, it, it did lack a little bit of an entertainment value or like cheesy said. So do you think big brother will ever even think about doing another all stars again? Do you think they're going to be hesitant to bring people back? How do you think that'll Uh, look for the future outcome?
0: I think they'd be hesitant, but I think hopefully, you know, in a post COVID world um, it'll be very different. I think you have to understand as well, production was under a great deal of stress, you know, monitoring, you know, COVID tests and safety precautions and keeping everything very simple in regard to costumes and what was coming in and out of the storage room. So I think that added another level of like stress and very business-like mentality. Um, I think, you know, newbie seasons in the future will be fine. And I think if they were to do another All-Stars, I think they would just make sure that they got a few more of the younger, um, single, Loud, active people. Like, I think going into another returnee season, I think they'd be like, okay, let's get more of a Tommy personality who will encourage everybody to get up and dance, who will be, you know, flitting around, making everybody laugh. I think they realized they might need more of those type personalities moving forward, especially in a returnee season. All
2: right. So, uh, we will end on this, um, obviously in hindsight, um, but if do you wish you had more time in between your two seasons, or do you think going back-to-back back was an advantage?
0: I think going into it, I will admit, I really thought it was an advantage. Every interview, I was like, these people have been out of it for 10 years, 5 years, 4 years, they are out of it they have families they have kids they're focusing on other things i just left the house like i'm still in game mode i'm ready for this and i really really thought that was going to help me i thought i had like the upper hand and upon entering the house and you know i think you saw the way i kind of cracked after a week and a half the way tyler kind of cracked a couple weeks after me um i think being in the house for so long so recently Really hurt me. I think I didn't, I know I didn't process what I went through last season. I never was able to decompress, especially with COVID. And I know that really, really affected me. So now looking back, a part of me thinks that I should have had or knows that I should have had a a longer gap in between seasons. Maybe an older Nicole would have been, you know, would have worked through, you know, everything that happened on season 21 and been more ready. But on the other hand, I'm also like you know what I think it was meant to happen I think I needed to go back to realize I didn't process season 21 I think I needed to be hit with this brick, uh, brick wall and kind of have a breakdown in that house to realize oh maybe I I do need to start therapy which is something I've been you know pushing off for almost a year so I think as much as I go oh I shouldn't have done it I'm also like but it had to happen to get me where I am and like you know get the wheels start to rolling
1: absolutely all right. Do you have anything else cheese? That's it.
0: Thank you, Nicole, for coming back
1: on. But actually, before we do let you go, we don't have any true cheesy questions, but I did want to okay. ask you, we've been doing, we've been doing this big brother trivia thing on uh j- just to kind of give our followers something to, to watch during the week. We haven't done it much, but okay. we did it, you know, mid quarantine. We do want to bring that back. We want to ask you and Cliff to be on a team. It's, it's, it's a jeopardy game, but there's a lot Aww. of Big Brother questions incorporated into it. Would you be in? Of
0: course, especially with Cliff. <laughs>
1: Sounds good. Awesome. I love it. All right, Nicole, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. All right, Nicole.
0: Be well, guys.